Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up, Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, and I am the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Hit that subscribe button right there on YouTube or connect with me on LinkedIn or both. I'd love to connect with you. Today, you are going to meet a man now, a man well known to South Florida. His name is Coach HP. And you know what? He's kind of giving me a life lesson, a coaching session in this episode of Lift You Up Inspiring Health Story. So we're talking about finding happiness, being vulnerable, and getting outside of your comfort zone. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want, it is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. All right, well, I am so excited to be joined by, and be meeting also for the first time virtually today, Coach Hector Benyate, also known as Coach HP. Welcome to the show. Tamika, very, very, very happy to be here, very excited to be part of your show. You're a true professional. I I love your prep work. I love how you're structured, so... I really appreciate that. Oh, from one pro to another. I love it. We're going to have fun today. I don't even know what's going to happen, and that's what I like. <laughs> so I'm so excited to learn more about you because I know a little bit from what I see online, what I see on social. Um, you are a coach of, you know, success coach, I guess you could say, um, in all areas of life. But I want to know more about you. How did you get to where you are and what you're doing right now love that you brought that up i'm the biggest failure by far in the history of miami <laughs> baseball i i suffered so much to make up with identity issues my whole life growing up my dad enslaved me because of the sport my dad would abuse me because of the sport and i developed a mindset a way of thinking that one day everything will change and i'll be able to actually find the positive in what I was doing because even though I was extremely talented and I worked very hard and my dad prepared me for everything in life except to deal with him. So I learned how to do that. He had me with me 24 seven. I couldn't go anywhere. And in the nineties, I don't know if you know this, but in the nineties, if you grow up without a TV in your room, where do you escape? You escape in your head. And I learned how to escape in my head. And I learned my dad, even though he meant so well, and he had tremendous work ethic, his delivery and his approach was horrible. So people didn't really want to accept that. So I studied that and then I learned that. And then as I failed miserably in baseball, cause that's all I did, JLo had a casting director on South Beach discovered me and I got in a show called South Beach, ironically with Vanessa Williams and I started acting. And I started modeling with Wilhelmina on South Beach. And from there I got nominated for a film festival in Santa Monica and I started acting and I go, you know what? I would become an actor. And I moved to Los Angeles and I lived in a car for six months. I didn't know a single person, 
But the secret, the book, The Secret, has started becoming very popular in Los Angeles. And when people would hear me speak, I would shower and shave at the Equinox in West Hollywood. When people would hear me speak, I would talk about this manifestation. I would talk about this life that I'm going to live. And, and I was very positive. And people were like, man, you, you must have read The Secret. I, go, I have no idea what The Secret is, but I know I'm going to get there. And I still had issues in Los Angeles because in Los Angeles, because of my charisma, my positivity, being a Cuban dude from Miami, it got me in all the elite circles. But what I missed was my truth. And at some point I was either embarrassed or I was ashamed of having to live in a car and everybody was somebody I was hanging around with, the most successful people in Hollywood, but I felt I had nothing to bring to the table. So then from there, I left there and some inkling came to me to hit and I moved to a little town called Las Vegas <laughs> and I started off as a promoter in a club called Hyde in the Bellagio. And in a four year run, I think I became the most successful host in the history of Las Vegas. And I got a PhD, really how to learn, how to deal with people, how to win friends, how to influence people, how to put other people first, how to give. And I learned how to deal with myself at the age of 31. So if I preach anything to anybody, especially people that are in their mid twenties, mid thirties is it takes a while to really get comfortable with yourself, to understand your gifts, to understand that the best thing that could happen to you is adversity. The more yourself, the more you're going to win at life, especially now, the more you're going to win in personal relationships, business relationships, mm -hmm. social media relationships, whatever it is. And if you mess up in whatever you mess up in, because we're all human, first thing you do is own up to it. You don't blame anybody else. You don't blame Corona. You don't blame right. society. You don't blame that there's an election going on. You don't blame anybody. The minute I understood that I'm responsible for every single thing that happens bad to me, it liberated me to just attack. And my, one of my favorite sayings is when, when you have a goal and you want to attack, you grab a knife, you put it in your mouth, you don't look to the left, you don't look to the right, you just attack your goal. So what is, you mentioned manifestation earlier. What is it that you were manifesting? Kind of talk through that for me, because right, you, I didn't know all of this as far as you went from being an actor. Well, playing baseball, being an actor, to then being one of the top nightlife hosts in Vegas. Like, this isn't a linear path, and I don't think anyone really has a linear path. One, when I was, I was coaching with the Mets, I was a right-hand man of, of one of the most talented guys in baseball, older guy. And I sat there, and before I became Coach HP, name's Dave Jouse, I call him Jouse. I go, Jouse, man, what makes me special? I know I'm a positive guy. I was, yeah. I was 30, probably 36. What makes me special, man? He goes, Hector, you're a relationship guy. So let's talk about that for a second, relationship. Relationship is the most vulnerable thing you can be in, in any kind of relationship, because we tend to look at relationships to be one-sided. So I wanted to manifest, what if I'm the guy that puts my life on the line every single day and I show people how I get rejected by now the most successful people in the world, how they tell me things in my face and it doesn't come true, but instead of calling them out or getting upset or having derailed me, I just hang tight and eventually they come through or they become part of the story. They pick, either you right. come through and you can say, man, Tamika helped me out. She put me on her show. Or let me tell you the mistake Tamika made in 2020 when she overlooked me and she didn't put me on her show. That's how I look at this. I don't get mad at anybody. Everything is fuel for my attack. And my manifestation was 
that I knew I had something special. I knew it, and I knew it was going to pop, but I didn't know what it was. So I said, I'm going to create this story of every mistake that I made. Because instead of impressing you, which is what I used to do, I used to try to impress people because I had nothing. Because I was a public school kid that my dad's beating the crap out of me. I'm taking the yellow bus. I got no swag whatsoever. But instead of using that, I embraced that and I came people with my honesty. And I try to help as many people as I can with what's happened to me. That manifestation put me in a place where I'm at right now where people reach out to me. I get about a thousand DMs a week about people reaching out to me. I help all of them for free about what I think they can do to win. So my question is because I've I've had these conversations with friends before about manifestation and I always felt like you need to know what you're manifesting. But it sounds like you didn't necessarily know, hey, you're going to be doing exactly what you are sitting here doing this day, but you knew that you had something special. I knew I had something special. I learned to follow the signs. If anybody's out there is listening to this right now, it's happening for a reason. All you have to do is understand what makes me different. That differentness is what makes us special because the two things you can control in life, and I have it back here that a kid did for me right here, is your effort and your attitude. I don't mm. care what race you are, how much money you have, if you got a full set of hair or you don't like me, the only thing you can control in life forever is your effort and your attitude. And if you're in places like Miami, where people think that they're competing against other people every single day, and it's completely wrong, the only person you compete against is yourself. The minute you start living your life, the minute you start looking for happiness, because that's what I did. I don't want to be the richest guy. I want to be the happiest guy. Right. Be the happy relationship where people looked at me and they felt a sense of good. I We spoke for two minutes, but I felt like I've known you my whole life only because I want your show to win so badly. And I want to bring so much value to your audience and the work that you've put to do this that it's not easy. It looks easy, yeah. but it's not easy. So that's my thing. I appreciate that so much. And it's it's not. And I'm glad you brought up the happiness factor, right? Because so many people think of, you know, I'm chasing success and that means money. The more money I have, the more successful I am, which means the more hap the happier I'll be. Um, the reason that I actually started this podcast is because I worked on myself earlier this year and I felt like really in my business, I, I wanted to be more intentional about who I work with and who I help. And so for me, that needed to, I needed to answer the question, what are my core values? What do I care about? Who do I get excited about helping? And my core values came back to health, happiness, and human connection. How, how many interviews have you done? Countless. Tons. Countless, right? You don't, you never find yourself in this position because A, me and you can talk about this because we're used to being on camera. So to us, a camera is whatever. That's number one. Number two, people are, they get boring because it's all about them. But I want to hear about your thing. Even yeah, the interview is about me, but I want to hear about you because right. that's what makes this cool. Now, what I ask you is, are you happy? That's the question. Are you happy right now? Or was there something you more like to adjust that you're not adjusting yet? Um... I'd say I'm I'm happy. Yes, I. So you I, found the balance. So you found the balance. I always say things come and go in waves. Like of you course. have busier times, slower time, like time when you can spend more time on yourself and kind of find that balance. But I 
am aware of it. So that's I think the important that's like part. That's the, first the important step, part. right? Yep. Being that's aware of just what are these habits um, that you kind of default to. Um, so that's step one. And then when I see myself kind of going down that path, I, I try to correct it. The people that are winning are putting in time. And the fact that you can wake up at six and work out, do a show, do another show, help other people, because I saw you have a business too, to promote people and do that and help them with their networking and all that stuff. That's, that's the winning formula. Whatever you're looking for in your life, as you're doing the things that make you happy, will come into place because you can't, that's the one part of your life you can't hack. People are attracted to happiness. That's, that's, that's forever, forever, forever. You know, yeah. even when I was in Hollywood and you have the hottest girls in the world or whatever, whatever yeah, that's cool for a while, but people are attracted to happiness because yeah. nobody wants to be miserable, you know, right. unless they're miserable themselves. And then that's what you want to stay away from. Misery likes company. Always. Always. Um, no, I totally agree with that. Um, and it's kind of taken me some time to realize, too, hey, what you put out there is what you attract. 1,000%. My client was the highest theoretical player at Las Vegas at the time. Theoretical play, Tamika, for the gamblers in the audience. That means Vegas rates you by two things they do a formula and they add it the more the higher that number is the more valuable you are to vegas it's called theoretical play and it's your average hand so the more you bet plus the longer you sit at the table betting that formula equals your play okay my guy at the time was the highest rated player in las vegas he played a game called roulette you know the one with the ball that yep. picks a number i know what this dude is, yeah. his average hand was 330,000 a spin, okay? When you're dealing in those obsoletes, in those worlds, everything is different, right? And I figured out then that because I didn't do drugs and I wasn't into drinking, that they wouldn't open up to me because why would they? Right. Because that's their little world and they was in fear of me judging them, even though I don't judge anybody. Right. As long as you don't hurt anybody else. Right. So I'm 100% agree with you that misery loves company. And if you find yourself the only positive one in your group, get a different group. Exactly. Do you think people are afraid to find their true happiness? I think people are afraid of everything that they're not used to. <laughs> if, if you right now, being with that notepad makes you comfortable, right? <laughs> Right. And if I come and I throw that thing out of there and you start to panic, that, that's that's worry. And I've always said this mediocrity is always dying to creep in and comfort. Yes. Is equals a lot of times, a lot of times mediocrity mm. because we get comfortable. It's like, oh, let me go to the salon by my house and let me go this and everything is comfort driven. But adversity is forever a winning player's best friend. So if you find yourself comfortable, or if you find yourself not liking this conversation right now, which is all about hustling and being happy, then maybe this is not your thing. And it's okay. It's okay. I don't take any of that personal. But this is hard only because the most loneliest thing I did, the most loneliest decision I've ever made is to become Coach HP. <laughs> While being the most successful one and the more that people are drawn to me and I speak in front of thousands of people and the whole thing and I get a thousand DMs, it's the loneliest thing I've ever done. Why do you say that? Because I have no real friends. 
because the people who I grew up with that know me are not on my level. They don't understand what it's like to sit there and have to chase people down so that they give you a shot, so they give you a shot on their airway, on their network, on their thing to get an interview, to get rejected, for them to change their, I have people change, but they're up there, so they've earned it. Six times they've changed me interviews to be on my show, three of them last minute. We're talking about I don't sleep the night before, preparing for it, and then they cancel on me. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then I go, no problem. Let me know when you're ready. The people are dying to hear your story. That's it, because I can't control that. What can I control? My effort and my attitude. My attitude. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, I, I'm going down this path because I'm thinking of several people I've talked to who I know listen to the podcast, just colleagues that I have. And this is, you know, being a full-time entrepreneur is still fairly new for me. I started my business in December of 2015, but I would, it was my side hustle. I never had any intentions of going full-time. My risk tolerance was not high enough, right? So I very comfortable working a full-time job, being happy with that, hustling on the side. I'm a motivated person. I want to continue to fuel my passions, but having that as my supplemental income, boom, get laid off 2018, two years ago this month, actually. And Congratulations. <laughs> right? I that's look at it that way now. Yeah, of course, you, you have was, to, because if not, you'd be me. stuck, of course, but that's why we don't understand that. That's the move, that push, that kick out, it's, whoa, wait a minute, this is happening for a reason. If mm. you believe that, you can't lose. I do, and and I did in that moment, and I said, because even before that, I had my clients who I would work with because they knew I had a full-time job. Hey, you're getting busy. Why don't you just go ahead and do this on your own? I didn't see it. I didn't believe it. And then I got to a point I was working so much between the full-time and then the, the side hustle, and I was just like, I can't keep this up. I got to do one way or the other, and then that happened. And I was just like, okay, this is the way that this is meant to happen. I'm not sure how I'm going to make it all work, but I did. Of <laughs> and course. It's almost, you know? How would you rate yourself? If let's say you <laughs> right now reached out to you, where you're at right now, tell me the truth, can't lie to me. <laughs> I, where would you rate yourself on what you believe in? Of you following that thing? Of me following that thing. And the thing I, meaning the advice, okay, like you bring on yourself right now as a client and you just dissected your work and everything. What would you ask more of yourself to do? What would I ask more of myself to do? I think for what my clients come to us for and come to me specifically for, which is my messaging and my storytelling and my ability to craft a message that connects with their audience. I think we do it the best. I, I didn't say that two years ago. Right. It takes time because <laughs> it takes time. It, it takes, takes time. time to build that confidence and feel comfortable and know as well, hey, this is what I do really well, really well for my clients and I haven't seen anybody else do really well for anybody else. So yep. I focus, I just focus in on that because I can't be everything for everyone. But if you need this thing, I'm the best one to do it. I love it. But it takes a while. It takes a while to get comfortable with that. So I'm thinking about several colleagues and friends that I have in this space, whether it's journalism or just colleagues in a related industry who are like, you know, I've had the conversation with them. They're waiting for the perfect time. 
they are waiting till they have a year's worth of bills saved in the bank or you know they're saying hey i want to do what you're doing too i know if you can do it tamika can do it i can do it too i'm like absolutely but i just find that there's always something holding people back yeah what do you what what is that it's called it's not for you that's what it's called if if me and you were to now contemplate man should we bullfight Tamika, you want to become bullfighters me and you're like ah you know it looks good but it's not for us the minute you have any eh, eh, then it's not for you and that's a sign it's a good sign stick with what you're doing be listen be a happy accountant be a happy lawyer be a happy media person working for somebody else this is not for everybody the amount of uh, grit the amount of your authenticity the amount of putting yourself out there that you need to do stuff like this only a few people know now it becomes sexy it became real sexy because we can do what we want look how we want play when we want yeah that's super cool but you got to find yourself so the number one thing is it's it's the key word is self-awareness what do you feel what's the move what is this that's what this podcast for if this podcast if you're listening to this right now this right now is the point where you say, okay, this is for me. What this dude is saying, it's 100% right. I cannot breathe. I cannot do it without this. If you're thinking of other options, well, I'm going to lose my nice house. I'm going to lose my car. I'm going to lose my vacation. I'm going to lose my chick. Then it ain't for you. And it's okay. I mean, I had a baby probably, what, in the middle of Corona? Who has a baby? I do. Does that stop me? At all, it doesn't. There's there's no excuses. There's no excuses. I'm going to die trying. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to die trying. When I became Coach HP, because I had a big network of parents that followed my thing, everybody told me they would help me edit. You know how many people helped me edit, Tamika? How many? Nobody. So I had to take zero. So I had to take my happy, positive self to the Apple store. And I learned how to edit iMovie twice a week for two months by myself, four in the morning, three in the morning, five in the morning, right? Nobody paid me anything. Nobody said anything. If you're listening to this right now and what I'm telling you sounds sexy, you're in. If it doesn't, like what a loser, it's, it's okay. Go live your life, man. Go be happy. Don't compare yourself to anybody else because this, this is a thing that overtakes you. But what about the people? Because I feel like I at one point fit in this category who are like, okay, they're, they're, they're doubting, okay, well, I'm going to lose the house. I'm going to lose the car. I'm going to whatever. Okay, so you, you strategize. Ha- or, or are not happy. In okay, their day to day. In like, their day to day. Okay, so if they're, if they're looking do. at like, hey, I'm gonna just go and do this thing, but I'm actually not happy. Okay, so what you gotta do is you gotta find what makes you happy. Let's let's talk. What makes you happy? You gotta find that. Once you find you 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 look for that and you've understood yourself long enough that you've lived life to understand, man, this makes me happy now. And it changes. It changes because we evolve as humans. We evolve. Right. right? That's a good so, point. We it don't changes. think about that. We change. Of course it changes. Athletes Thing change. Thing that makes our ha- us happy. Our happiness changes. Some people are happy in the club. They're not happy in the club anymore. They become happy at the church. They become happy at the library. They come, <laughs> become happy at the park. It changes, man. That's why to be truthful wins. Because then you can sit there and tell somebody, listen, if I'm in an interview, why, have, why do you have five different jobs in five different years? Right. Well, to be honest with you, I'm a passionate person, but that didn't click. And if this clicks, it's for me, but I'm honest. Go figure this one out. Okay, go market this. Cuban dude gets abused by baseball, full of tattoos, never drank in his life, (laughs) never done drugs, 
had every girl imaginable, now faithful, great dad, had identity issues, now is super vulnerable, struggled with vulnerability in Hollywood. That's why I sucked as an actor because I couldn't play that part. Now when I speak, mm. sometimes I can't hold back the tears because of the truth that I'm telling you and how much I want you to win. Go market that. You can't. That's why when you tell me- box. But so you're yeah, like, so I'm you, creating my own space. I'm creating you, my of own Of course bugs. you are, but, but that's all of us. Because when you're one of one, right. right? When you're one of one, you can't explain that. It's like, man, I'm one of one. You either take it or you don't. Exactly. So you brought up one other thing that I want to talk about, which is vulnerability. I am struggling, not me personally, but because it is hard for me to find other people who are willing to be vulnerable. Like, I feel like I am very open and very willing to be vulnerable in all aspects of my life. But I find that a lot of people are not comfortable with vulnerability. And you're talking about this, why? Because when you, and I, I'm guessing in the content that you're bringing it up is because you have people reach out to you. you. You tell them, okay, perfect, tell me your story. In the story, there's vulnerability points. Then you go, okay, now that's what we gotta put on camera. And people are like, no, 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 I can't, I can't do that, I can't do that. Is that what you mean? I, I mean it in that way, absolutely. I see that on this show, I have clients who, whether we're creating a video for to promote their business or creating social media content, they are so afraid to share. I said, we need to connect with your audience. We need to tell right. your story to your audience. And it takes so much coaxing to get them comfortable with that because I'm like, hey, this is what we do. If you just want some cookie cutter, whatever type of content that everybody else is pushing out, every other law firm or every other real estate company, whatever, I'm not for you but I'm gonna make this unique to you and your story. Um, and then in relationships. Are you talking about in people in relationships? In relationships, yeah. Because the problem is we're trying to impress everybody. Mm. Look, I, I, I tell this to my wife. We had a beautiful house in South Miami. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And we had a house here in Color Bay, a little more south, way more south. And I told my wife, I go, listen, I'm gonna put on camera that, uh, the best move for Coach HP brand while I'm winning is to do this so I could attack more. And I'm going to record myself in front of the moving truck saying this to people. And and sometimes, because she's a civilian, she's not like us. She's a civilian, <laughs> meaning she's not in the attack <laughs> so, world. Yes, she's yes, in a yes. different world. She's like, but people are going to think you're not successful. I go, then those people don't know me. Because if uh, obviously if I'm on a certain point of success, I'd be living in on, on the water here, right? But I'm going to get there or I'm going to die trying. But in the meantime, I can't have things that I can control. I can't become my own worst enemy because I feel that my message is the most important thing. And a house right now that's beautiful isn't more important than my message. So if anything gets in the way of that and I attack that, just like when I tell people, listen, I used to wet the bed probably till I was 14, 15 years old because I didn't know that was a trauma of your dad beating the crap out of you. I didn't know that was a trauma, but I admit that to people. Why? Because that's a vulnerability I had. I used to be in Los Angeles and I used to lie to people to fit in. So I, I used to tell people that I played with the Yankees to impress them, right? My vulnerability, my thing, because I, I, was, I, was, I wasn't ha owning that I lived in a car. How cool would it have been if I'm sitting there with Leonardo DiCaprio at his house and all these billionaires and these people 
And when they got to me, man, so what's your story? I said, no, man, I'm living in a Toyota Corolla that's parked there outside, 2006. I sleep there. I don't know what I'm going to do, but that's my goal because I came here to act and that's my plan. Everybody would have fallen in love with me. Because in a town that's everybody's fake, mm. I joined all the fakes. But where I didn't join the fakes was when I started working with people's kids and their kids started doing something. And while I dealt with celebrity parents, I wasn't a fake with the parents. I would call out the parents because that relationship between kid and parent, no matter how successful you are, that was the most important thing for me. Yeah. So I could BS there. Right. Well, there I would put people in their place like, no, no. So then I just adapted that into my whole life. So the vulnerability part is, it's a, it's a mindset and it becomes the most freeing thing in the world. Yeah. And I called myself out. That's why I say I'm the biggest failure. So you can't get me. I'm <laughs> failed miserably, which is what I tell people. I failed miserably. And then we take it from there. Yeah. I love it. Any closing kind of tips for, I, I always like to ask, I call it a health tip, um, but it can be kind of anything that's an important takeaway maybe that people can implement in yes. their life. Here we go. Only thing you can control is your effort and your attitude. Manage your expectations. That's a hard one. We put expectations up there. Manage your expectations. The least you expect to get back the least you'll be able to be let down. Give more than you take. How does a guy who went to public school here in Miami that didn't have anything, nobody liked my dad because the way he was, how do I go ahead in life? I didn't go to the best private school. I didn't have any contacts. And how do I make contacts? How do I build relationships? By giving. And what can mm -hmm. I give? I could give my time. So I gave my time. I went in person. Other people shot a text. It's, this is how I conquered Las Vegas. When I came into Las Vegas at the nightclub, there was two guys, senior guys. I've been in Vegas for eight years. I'd been there for eight days. And I go, I'm going to take the Bellagio from these guys. And they were Bellagio hosts, which was a big deal because that means you have the casino hosts that bring you client. And then you make, in Las Vegas as a host, you make your money off table sales, commission off your table sales. And in a place where a bottle of vodka is 700 bucks, plus tax and gratuity, you can make a lot of money. Right. And how I did it was these guys just stayed, which was we talked about, be, com be, uncom be comfortable being uncomfortable. Do not pursue success if you're scared of being uncomfortable. So what these guys did was they sat there on their phones and they sent emails. Hi, Tamika, it's me from Hyde Bellagio. Pleasure to meet you. If you need anything, let me know. But you know what I did? I went old school and I went there personally. And I developed a relationship with her. And I learned that she went to UM, that she's from New Jersey, that she was a bodybuilder, and that she worked for Channel 10 News. And I talked to you about who? You. I didn't talk about me. I don't worry about my problems. I worry about your problems. I made your life better. And if we can do that, everything that I just said right there, you will have every answer. You'll find the love of your life. You'll find happiness. You'll be the best dad. You'll be the best mom. You'll be the best coworker. You can't lose if you adapt all that stuff. And then at the end of the day, what's your happiness? That's it. Yeah. I love that. When you, when you give, you get. Always. <laughs> Those are some great closing thoughts. So Coach AP, HP, tell everyone how they can find you, learn more about you, connect with you. Oh, for sure. I want to thank 
to make up for the for the time. Number one, at Coach HP on all social handles. Anything you need, you DM me. Tell me you're from her crowd, her audience. I'll give you all the love I can give. And I always say this at the end of the day, remember to go hard and do not somebody else's thing. Do your thing. I love it. And I'll make sure to, to link to all of that below in the show notes so they can find you easily. Um, this has been fun. See, so I, I, have not, to say, I told you this is episode number one. I bet you, I'm, <laughs> we're gonna. I, I want to hear the next guy sit there and go, "Hey, how are you?" Well, I'm. A, they're gonna be like this. Like, I promise you that much. <laughs> I definitely agree with you, but I appreciate it and thank you so much. You're welcome. Make sure you connect with Coach HP. He makes himself available. He is a resource to you, and he knows his stuff. He knows what he's talking about. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. He kind of took over the mic and I liked it. So make sure you connect with him, find his information below, check out all of his videos. He's creating great stuff and make sure you connect with me. If you aren't already, I want to see you on LinkedIn. I want you to hit subscribe on YouTube and I want you to come back next week. So until then, stay happy and stay healthy.